1: So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states or 18 plus in D.C. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. Today's episode of The Mismatch is brought to you by Hulu Plus Live TV.
0: Welcome to The Mismatch. I'm Chris Vernon. Joining me as he does every Tuesday from TheRinger.com is Kevin O'Connor, a.k.a. Kevin O'Bomber, Kevin O'Concert, Kevin O'Camera, Kevin O'Climber, Kevin O'Conflict, Kevin O'Cannabis, Kevin O'Candyland, Kevin O'Killian, Kevin! Bruno! How about them
1: cowboys?
0: Yeah, you know, in the last episode, you told me that Tom Brady was going to rip my heart out.
1: (laughs) I uh, I was wrong. It appears my heart is
0: intact. (laughs) My heart is intact.
1: It sure is. Mike Ricardo yeah. is still the coach.
0: So I need, I, every time <laughs> you tell me that my heart's going to get ripped out, things turn out great for me. So can you tell me that Purdy's <laughs> going to rip my heart
1: out? <laughs> Maybe on a Friday show I will. Okay, that would be good. Uh, what is, a, what is a decision they're going to have to make if, if they do win and then Jimmy G's able to return. Oh, my goodness. Purdy's been there's, good. There's He's not gonna, a
0: decision to make. Really? Yeah. has been had good. A, that's what I'm saying. You can't. You can't go back away from him. Oh, I agree with you. He had a bigger postseason
1: game than Jimmy's ever had. I I totally agree. But but there are people who are behind Jimmy G still, right? Uh, Maybe his parents.
0: (laughs) So yesterday, Monday, was filled with games. The NBA does a great job on MLK Day um, in remembering the legacy of Dr. King, as well as hosting all all kinds of basketball games throughout the day. Started off with Tatum 51. It had been a minute since we had a 50 point. You know, we we had that spree there where it felt like everybody was one-upping each other on a daily basis. And so had a little bit of a break and then Tatum dropped the 51 yesterday and Boston just keeps on rocking. And it's interesting that in the Eastern Conference, um, I think we were more confident in who the best teams were, and then kind of the divide. But Boston has really kind of separated themselves from even the ones that we thought were the best teams as they are now, I believe it's four and a half, four and a half games up, second place in the Eastern Conference. And so we're going to talk about some of the clear divides that have taken places in the conferences. But Boston, uh, four and a half is a pretty good lead right now. and while we expected a group of those teams to kind of all be in the mix, um, they've separated themselves. And you can't do the injury thing because they've done it without Rob Williams. They're doing it now without Jalen Brown. Obviously a solid team with the requisite depth to be able to withstand injury. We see these teams all over the league not be able to withstand injury. And I think the test of the, the best teams is truly can they still win games when some of their key guys are out and Tatum has just been so dynamite that uh that Boston just keeps on rocking. What do you make of had a little bit of a swoon, a weird one in December. And then it feels like they have kinda gotten back on track here.
1: Yeah. I mean I think you said it, Chris. They they've done this despite having guys in and out of the lineup with Jalen Brown being out right now. But it feels like for Boston you know whether it's Horford out or Time Lord earlier in the year, you know whoever it might be, somebody else is able to step up, and that's where their immense depth it comes into play so much. Like when the Ringer, you know, rankings launched, there was eight Celtics in the top 100. You know, two two of them, you know, dropped out. They shouldn't have, in my opinion, Derek White and Grant Williams, um, but they did. So there's six in the top 100 right now. Eight you could argue that should be at least in the top 120, 125. Boston's got depth and. Besides those guys, like the Luke Cornets and the Sam Hausers of the world, the, the Peyton Pritchards, you know, who can fill in when necessary on the back end of the bench, um, like they they just, they just have so many different ways that they can play, uh, so many different ways that lineups that they can put out there, and just so many quality bodies, as you would say, Chris, guys who don't suck. Yeah. And obviously, with Tate, I mean, you have your star who can get fifty for you any night.
0: Well, and it's kind of interesting because I think that's one of the storylines that's been going on. We know that when it comes to playoff time, the healthiest teams are going to be the ones that have the greatest chance of success. But even throughout this season, we see in some situations a guy go down and teams either be able to hold the fort down or keep on winning. And then in other situations, we see it wreck the team. So we and, and we're having to see it over and over again. We're seeing it with Durant. We're seeing it with Halliburton. Every, every week, there is a new one. It sounds like we may see it for at least a short amount of time with Donovan Mitchell. We had to watch it earlier in the year when Darius Garland was out. Like, all of these teams, you're not going to be uninjured, and you're probably not going to be uninjured to key guys. And so how these teams are able to withstand it, and I'd say that's the thing that's probably impressed me the most about Boston is that it's not like they just hover around being okay and holding the fort down. Like, they're able to keep on winning games even if they do have what is far and away their second-best player on the team and a guy who's having a great season in Jalen Brown out of the lineup. And Oh, for sure. Yeah, it happens everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, that's a testament to those guys kind of in the, in the middle of the roster, like the Derek Whites of the world. Yep. You know, like he he plays a bigger role for years in San Antonio as a scoring presence. And then in Boston, he to, continues to do the stuff in, you know, Boston that he did in San Antonio as kind of a connective piece on offense and a defensive ace for you. Like there was this stat I saw from Taylor Snow, uh, who writes for the Celtics yesterday. And Derek White has 41 blocks this year. The mm. next highest guard has 27. That's Kyrie Irving. Caruso has 25. So White, you know, leading the league for guards and shots blocked by quite a big margin. Just a testament to his versatility as a help defender inside for Boston.
0: Well, hold on a second now. Because this is, this is going to be bar bet number one that is mentioned on the show. Did you just say that Derek White is first, and in second
1: is Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving at 27, Okay, yes. that's
0: a bar bet.
1: I know, that's a good one, huh? Yeah, for any listeners, if you want to make some money off your friends. <laughs> Hold up. The, 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 Derek, should, Wh- the way Derek to, the way to, White
0: is first in yeah. guard
1: blocks. Yeah, the way to frame it, I think, is this. Number three is Alex Caruso with 25. Number one is Derek White with 41. Who's second? Who's second? I mean... No one one would guess Kyrie Irving. Nobody.
0: (laughs) You and I do an NBA podcast two times a week, and between the two of us, how many guards would we have guessed before we got to Kyrie Irving?
1: I think I would have guessed guessed Anthony Mellon, who has 21. That would have been my guess. But Kyrie, there's no way I would have guessed Kyrie for, for second place. Respect Kyrie's defense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what
0: somebody's gonna tweet us. All right. Uh I went to a basketball game yesterday. Not a good one, mind you. Uh I went to the Grizzlies Suns. And one of the things I want to talk to you about on this, look, the Grizzlies absolutely pummeled them. They beat them by 30. They've won 10 games in a row now. And they're the first team in 37 years to have a 10-game streak where they've scored over 115 in every game. So they have been. On fire. They ended the year with a couple of wins. They have not lost a game uh, since the calendar turned. Um, their competition yesterday was not good. Um, they were without Chris Paul, they're without Devin Booker. We've talked about how just ridiculously bad it has been for Phoenix in the absence of Booker. And so no Booker, no Paul, and that's who they're running out there yesterday. And they get beat by 30. And I couldn't help but think, as I'm watching it, are they fire mode? You know, and just say, look, mm. this is happening to us because we don't have Booker. Um, you know, I saw the other day I was reading this article, the 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 Paul clutch stats, which for the entire length of his career, he has been like the GOAT clutch player, like the plus-minus god the don't get in a nip tuck game against Chris Paul with 3 minutes left because he's going to he's going to do you in and that's just not so anymore his, his fourth quarter numbers his crunch time numbers all those things that have been magnificent and have made him a bonafide first ballot hall of famer those don't apply anymore at least they have not so far this year and then so you've got a regression there, a big one, and then you've got the Booker being out, and the record just keeps on free-falling.
1: Three and it's 13 like, without him. Three and 13. Do you just say, hey,
0: we're going to get him back, and this is probably the last run with Paul, so we build out, and we try to, you know, even from a low seed, possibly, We still try to make a run because this is kind of what we've got right now. Or do you start augmenting the roster on the run? I mean, it's a very interesting situation with the ownership, um, which has been changed over completely. So you don't know know, their vision versus Sarver's vision. You don't know who's getting to make the calls on what the future is going to be. You've got
1: Aiton's name that's kind of back out there again. That's who they got to get rid of is DeAndre Aiton. He's been the biggest disappointment. He yeah. said it himself pre-draft, Chris. My NBA goal is to get to my second contract. He got yeah. a second contract, and he's been lazy. He's not put in the same effort that he ever has in recent years. He was playing for the deal, it feels like, to me, watching him this year. And I like D.A. I love D.A., what he grew into for Phoenix. But this version of him, it, 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 You'd it is. You'd move off it. It's an embarrassment right like this team needs him without Chris Paul and Devin Booker you're the guy who needs to step up you're the guy who needs to box out Stephen Adams and put a body on him and try to grab some rebounds yeah and not not play so soft it's it's honestly I, I can't imagine what it must be like to be Chris Paul or Devin Booker when you've had to be on his ass for years to get him to hustle consistently then he gets paid and then in a the moment where your your team needs you he doesn't mm-hmm. step up I mean, my goodness, I I, don't, I can't imagine what it's like to be one of those guys right now. How the frustration they must feel watching Eaton play on the floor, especially against Adams. What a dramatic difference with the level of effort between those two guys.
0: Well, and it clearly funnels into Monty because Monty's level of frustration grew last year during the postseason. We had those ominous quotes prior to the season, which was you know we haven't even talked since since this you know, pretty public blow up between the two. And then this year there have been videos of them going at each other in huddles and whatnot. And so their, their relationship is not actually is obviously not on the up and ups, but I say all this to say, like the record was awesome when they had Booker. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, so I don't know what to make of it. Like they were right there at the top of the West. So I don't know if you just, I was really struggling with this yesterday. Do you just say, look, this is happening because Booker's out, and when Booker comes back, we're going to be just fine. Or do you say, man, eh, we've kind of seen what life is like without one guy, and we don't like what we've seen out of some of the other guys, and so we're going to try to change this thing around on the run. I mean, I don't know if you load up well, and here's, go here's for the it. Thing, Curtis, you,
1: I don't know. What do we just say about the Celtics? It's your phrase, guys who don't suck. Yeah. With, with Phoenix, you look at their roster right now. Who are the keepers if you're trying to win a championship? Devin Booker, Mikel yeah. Bridges. Yep. Right. Who else? It's not who a else? bright future, Kev. No, it's not anymore. That the bright. Well, first of all, they were the bright future sons. <laughs> then they were the bright now Suns. They're neither right now. They need a new name. Is it the bleak future Suns? The bleak future Suns. Is that who they are right I now? I think we
0: saw that. I mean, I think we dubbed that during the Dallas. Beat down by a thousand. I mean, yeah. if you lose by a th- I don't care. I know they had COVID. They also lost by a thousand on their they home. They have court.
1: a worse record with, than the Thunder right now. And the Blazers. And the Wolves. You gotta watch out for the Thunder. Oh, they're they're I mean, we we talked about that. We gave them some. You so walk much in, love.
0: you walk in screwing around with them,
1: they'll put 150 on your head. Oh, no doubt no <laughs> doubt about it. Whereas with Phoenix, yeah. it's the opposite case. Like, if you're the Suns right now, you know, our, our friend of the show, Nikaias Duncan. Mm-hmm. Host the Dunker Spot podcast. He asked the question on Twitter this morning. He said, You know, when do the Suns begin, you know, exploring Chris Paul trades? You know, CP3 has his deal this year. It's, you know, 16 million guaranteed next year. And then it's totally non guaranteed the year after. So the contract is very flexible for the team. I mean, do you think there's any logic to that, Chris? You know, for the Phoenix Suns saying, you know what, maybe we take a step back this year. We're out of contention. Or are you all in still on trying to add players and build and try to win and get yourself back in the top six in the West? I think I think
0: because I was so good when he was healthy, I would keep it together for this year. He and then make my Booker. De- and then my, make my decisions in the offseason. He hasn't yes.
1: Devin Booker, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yes. Because, okay. I mean, I get to the playoffs. He could be the best player in a playoff series. Yeah. Any yep. of them. I mean, he's that level of scorer. And so I think I would. I think I'd hold it together, augment it a little bit, and try to take one run with it this year.
1: How dramatic of changes are you making? Are you trying to trade Aiden?
0: I gotta be honest with you. I don't think that that would be some dramatic change.
1: Yeah, that, like, that's well, like kind of sad that
0: where we are right now. But I mean, honestly, you saw other guys. Remember, remember last year when we got to the playoffs and like there were like those Biombo moments. of I mean, it's a prime spot. If you can just roll to the basket. Because both those guys can yeah, no, tell players but to not make plays. He's playing as
1: hard. He's just not. Who?
0: Eaton. No, no, no. I'm saying guys like even Biombo can oh, have success. Sure. I'm saying it's a great spot. So I think you can get percentage of and certainly more effort. I don't think that that's like some kind of monster move.
1: Would Pertle be an upgrade over Eaton right now? Our guy, Jacob Pirtle.
0: I, I, I want somebody that dives towards the basket.
1: Purtle can dive. Mm, he it, finishing
0: it, it, like that, though. Yeah,
1: but Purtle, I, I disagree, Chris. I, I think Purtle, he's not like a lob guy necessarily, but Eaton doesn't dunk a lot either. No, but I want the,
0: somebody that Purtle, finishes, I know.
1: Yeah, Purtle can put the ball on the ground. He, he, he's probably, I bet you he's statistically a better finisher at the rim than Eaton.
0: I mean, that may be so, but that's not, I mean, again, I don't want Eaton either. I'm just talking about the archetype, oh, yeah. the kind of guy.
1: Purtle, yeah, I mean, I, I'd want Purtle in that role over Aiden at this. Well, the way oh, he's I, playing right now, Aiden. I've always his best. hated Aiden,
0: so I mean, you telling me nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, Aiden at his best was a very good player, but Aiden right now is such a major disappointment. It's 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 a joke, and he's it's, he's not all at fault here. We talked about a weeks ago with yeah. Phoenix. They don't just have a lot of guys who can you know do what some of the Boston or Denver guys do when Mm you talk about some of the other best teams in the league, or Memphis guys, where there's just a bunch of guys who can handle the ball, you know, attack a closeout, make the right pass. Phoenix doesn't have a lot of guys who can initiate offense, make those type of plays, you know, as a secondary creator. That's what they're really missing. It's not just on Aiton here. It's really, at the end of the day, a poorly constructed roster at this current moment.
0: Well, it just, it has shown how the, the incredible reliance on Booker. Oh, yeah. That the whole thing revolves. And we're seeing some of these teams, right? Anytime you watch Dallas without Luca, you go, Oh my God, how do they win? <laughs> you know what I mean, same thing you're seeing when you watch Phoenix without Booker, you're like, oh God. And, and and the answer is neither of them do win when those guys are out.
1: Isn't it amazing how brief the window can be open? Yeah. So mm. brief. Like you, you, you have so few chances. And then that's that's why, Chris, you know, when we had our argument a couple of weeks ago about Memphis trading up for Siakam or and or like the window's not always open for a long time, even when it feels like it might be. And and I think these teams right now in the Western Conference, it's open and we get a couple of weeks now to the deadline. If any of those guys become available, if any team decides to be a seller, the market is going to be huge because so few teams are selling right now. If you're That's the right. team that wants to zag when everybody else is going one, one way, you know, like you, you're going to have teams lined up around the corner. You better have teams lined up around the corner. I think there should be like for New Orleans, Memphis, Sac, for that matter. You know, any of them, like go hard right now. That it's an open championship right now. Yep. So go for it. Enjoy the new year with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get $150 in free bets issued as a non-withdrawable free bet guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drained. Out on FanDuel, there's a whole bunch of different player props like points, rebounds, and assists. And then exclusive bets like the 2 by 3 which is two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. You can do all of those individually, or on FanDuel, you can combine your bets for a chance at an even bigger payout with a same-game parlay. FanDuel is also now live in Ohio, so make sure you get in on the action with great offers just for you now and all throughout January. So don't miss your chance to get $150 on free bets using the promo code MISMATCH. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Twenty one plus in select states, first online real money wager only. Ten dollars first deposit required. Bonus issued is non withdrawable free bet that expires fourteen days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred gambler or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. In Arizona, call one eight hundred next step. In Connecticut, visit ccpg.org forward slash chat. In Indiana, call one eight hundred nine with it. In Kansas, call one 4700 In Louisiana, call 770 stop. In Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. In New York, call one hope New York. In Wyoming, call 1-800-522-4700. In West Virginia, visit
0: I will tell you that yesterday, after watching that game, um, there were a Memphis, lot of people. Memphis. Yeah, a lot of people came up to me and and they wanted me to talk to Taylor Jenkins, the head coach, if I could, and tell them, "Hey, could you please stop kicking people's asses so badly, so that Jaron <laughs> has to play more minutes, so yeah. that Kevin will then." give him the respect that he deserves because he, if he's only playing 26 minutes because we win by 30 every night, then he's going to get that held against
1: him in his defensive player of the year case. Six you blocks know? and 26 minutes. What an embarrassment. Yeah, I know. He only has, he only has six blocks
0: in the 26 minutes. They've got like a net rating of like, 124 when he's uh, on the court, uh, and then a 105 defensive rating. So he's like a plus 19. Um, nobody can score. He elevated a team to number one by a very wide margin in team defense. But I get it. It's the minutes thing. Yeah, and I
1: know. It's so important. It's critical.
0: I'm trying to tell them, you know, look, you got to be able to leave this guy out there longer. So just keep the team. You know, don't don't run off on him so badly that he comes out and is resting. You know, we got to make sure he gets those minutes up.
1: Well, and not to mention, like, all of those blocks came in garbage time, too. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think he's ever played in garbage time. <laughs> the whole starting lineup just sits for fourth quarters now.
1: I mean, he he had a play, and, and like, he's facing off against, you know, G guys. L. Yeah. <laughs> Those blocks really don't mean anything.
0: <laughs> they they have been um absolutely off the charts great. And oh, yeah, I, I was so excited about tomorrow night because with Desmond back and Morant cracking, I think they had almost 60 combined yesterday. Bane, Neither of them playing
1: more like himself this month. Yeah. And uh, going, back, going back to like right after Christmas, he's been clicking. I
0: wanted to see Garland, Mitchell, Vane, Morant. And, of course, Mitchell goes out yesterday with a strained groin. So you never want to hear that. And hopefully it's not something that's going to keep him out for a long amount of time. But I, I can't fathom that he would play tomorrow night. So I feel kind of robbed by that. You know, that's not a rest thing. That's not his fault. But, I mean, you've got so much of it mirrors each other with these two Teams that are doing it with these incredible backcourts. By the way, the Grizzlies are 18 and three when Desmond Bain plays in
1: games. Just so you know. What's a record without Ja?
0: I mean, I have no idea.
1: I mean, does, he missed. Desmond, is Desmond he Bain, hasn't is missed the, that many. Is, I know, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. Was, yeah. yeah. I mean, is Desmond Bain really the best player? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the Jackson thing is the one.
1: Yeah. Oh, Seriously. Of course. Because it, he missed
0: like 17 games to start. The season, and they were okay. They had the worst, they were 30th in defensive
1: rating, and they're first. I mean, truthfully, it's like all of those guys work so well together. Jaron Jackson stabilizing defense, spacing the floor on offense. John Morant, the energizer, he's the engine. Desmond Bain fills all the gaps in between with his scoring on ball, off ball. Just jump on the Selfless. train, Kev. Don't get hit by it. Why jump can't on it. I'm- Why can't I be on the train? I am on the train. You're hating ass. You're hating ass. (laughs) I love love the Grizzlies. (laughs) You're hating ass. I just love the Pelicans more.
0: Uh, (laughs) What is going on with, you know, this is the benefit. And trust me, as someone who works in a small market, I know what this is like, that there is a true benefit that you do not get when you're in New York, L.A., Chicago, as much. Right, with with less coverage of a team day to day, and people really, jumping it on the the Ingram thing
1: is. I know weird. Him, it's hit, weird, right. bro. It is, yeah. Now, now they say it's on him to choose when he's going to return.
0: What is going yeah. on?
1: I know it's it's very. They strange. said he
0: was coming back. Uh, you know, we and you and me talked about that right after Zion got hurt, and then they said he was going to make an appearance on this past road trip, and then they're saying it's on him. You know, he'll decide when he's ready, and it's like, what is going on here I know. with the toe? And there's just not that much clarity on the what's wrong with it or what kind of injury it is, or I, I don't know. Like, the Zion thing, it, it was clear. He blew a tire. You saw it. Yeah. I mean, that was clear as day. Anybody watching that game, he grabbed the rebound off the rim. He's full-on sprinting, half court. Bam, it pops. You could see it. You see it happen with his hamstring, with the Ingram thing. It's just odd.
1: Like there's no, there's never been like a real timeline on this. Well, it seems like it'll be coming back. He'll be coming back soon, though. Like, That's what able, they've been saying. He, I, I'm, though, just saying right? I'm just saying he's going. He's warming up pregame and all that. You know, it was two, three weeks ago. He had a press conference saying his confidence is up. He just needs to feel like himself again. So maybe it's
0: something to monitor because yes. I will tell you, you, the aforementioned Desmond Bain. People know he was out with a toe for a long time. He's going to have to get surgery in the offseason. Yeah. It's like a pain tolerance thing, and he can yep. play through it. It's, you can play with it, with what he's got. You can.
1: I think for but New Orleans, though, from the it's gotta New Orleans be side, of things, care of. just like with Bane, there's no urgency. Yeah. With New Orleans, there should be no urgency. They have a great cushion over the seven seed. They're, I think, four up right now, and the Warriors are the seven. So, like, unless you really start slipping and you're, you could potentially fall into the plan. Want to be right now, everybody's
0: more careful with injuries than they've ever been.
1: Absolutely. Sure. Uh, a- unless you're, you know, in a position where, you know, you could fall out of it.
0: That's right. And so uh, we were talking about Boston being four and a half ahead. Memphis and Denver are now four and a half ahead of everybody in yeah, the West.
1: They're creating so some space.
0: That's like a cushion. And, mm-hmm. you know, even when you get behind them, it's New Orleans and SAC, right? I think SAC is four. As of right now, are
1: you looking at it? Sack is four. Yep. I mean, home court advantage. I know, pretty cool, huh? Like the beam. I gotta get. I gotta get up there for a game. What a friggin'
0: dream this uh, must I don't, be. I, don't the, post, I mean, post deadline. Just seventeen years of just getting feces thrown at your head, and now this. You look up, and you're fifty games into the season. You're at home court advantage, team. Unbelievable. And I saw Mike Brown petitioning for Fox and Sabonis to be All-Stars. Sabonis will 100%. And Fox has got to get, I mean, look, they keep on, they're four. They're going to get some real serious consideration to possibly
1: have uh, more than one guy on there. But hell of a story. Also got to give them credit for selecting Keegan Murray with the fourth pick. You know, they they went with the guy who's older, you know, twenty-two-year-old rookie. Yep. Uh, you know, on paper, more ready, and he indeed was. I mean, he's like out there draining threes, doing different stuff for them on offense, and wear cutter, screener, pick and pops. Like he's just such a good basketball player, solid defensively.
0: You know who else deserves credit? Is Brown. Oh,
1: of course. Because
0: that's a that's a guy that's been a coach in the NBA for a long, long time and I think that in many cases, and Knicks fans know because they went through this with that old Fournier bull crap and all that. It's like, we want to be playing Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes obviously can help us more right now. It took forever to get there, but they finally got there. And with these older coaches, in many cases, they're not apt to play the rookie who will inevitably make a lot of mistakes because they're figuring it out for the first time with the new speed with new plays, new communication, new teammates, the whole thing. So they're going to make mistakes. And what they say is, I would rather run out the veteran that knows our offense, knows our defense. He's not going to make many mistakes, even though he's the inferior guy. Because I want to win tonight. This is like, look, and I know Dave Yeager. I covered him. But literally, Sacramento went through this over and over again. And this was the big fight. Where he's playing uh B not Biedrin's, what's the other guy's name? Bielitza over Bagley. And they're fighting over it. You know what I mean? Because he's trying to win tonight, because you're gonna fire me if I don't win games. And they're like, hey, uh, Trey Young's killing it, Luka Doncic is killing it, Ayton's doing good, we look like absolute idiots, play our guy. And then it's a fight. You know, and you get these. You get these situations. Mike Brown deserves credit because he, I remember you had it with Clifford, you know, and uh, he'd make you so mad at Orlando.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're playing, you know, the vet over the younger guy, and that's just commonplace. Now, and he, so, makes
1: me, now he makes me mad in Charlotte. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> and look at him, but I mean, look at how many minutes Murray's playing. Look how many starts this guy's gotten. I mean, yeah. he plays that guy.
1: Yeah, he's playing like 30 minutes per game.
0: Yeah. And, it, and it's reaped real benefit.
1: Yeah. And not only for Murray, but for their team. They, they, just, they just have such a good team. Like They just have so many good players. The Mike Brown system taking elements of what the Warriors do with all their motion and cutting and all that. And then with the Jokic-style stuff for Sabonis with the DHOs, him bringing the ball up the floor. It's, it's, it's just such a beautiful style of basketball. That,
0: I got to tell you, though, Kev, that's a team. That's a team that needs to go get something.
1: What do you think they, they're missing?
0: Oh, oh! I know what they're missing. They got no protection at the rim. Mo Bamba. You can literally go get them. Just, yeah, I'm telling you, when it gets playoff time, you're gonna be able to run a layup line on them if they don't get them some help. Yeah, they just don't have enough help. They don't
1: have any. Nobody, nobody deters you. Who should they get? You? I mean, I mentioned Bamba as like we talked about him last week as a guy who's available. That's mm-hmm. like more of the the affordable. Target, is there any? Is there even anybody else that you know fits that category of like room protection? I mean, at least Portal stand there. Yeah, Per I don't. love I don't love the Portal Sabonis Purtle. front court fit though. No, he's because not fast lag- enough to play with those at, guys. At B- Bamba shooting like thirty-seven percent from three. Like you could play Bamba and Sabonis together
0: if necessary. Yeah, because they've tried the Rashawn Holmes thing, and they're
1: obviously out yeah, on H- him. Holmes doesn't so, work right now. Metu is a solid player, but he's not providing that. Spacing for you, like is ba- is Bamba re- like really the best option? Miles Turner, but no, do you, you get Turner Sabonis again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think Run so. it back, I, I see. I don't think that works. Like Turner would also be way more expensive to to actually land, and it's like it didn't work in Indiana. Why try it in Sacramento? Is it maybe it is Bamba?
0: You know what? You might. Could you go grab Capella?
1: I just, I just. If they want to
0: play the Akongwu kid, I, I and w- they just wanna, say hey.
1: But I want a guy who can fit with Sabonis, though. I want to be able to play that two big lineup and retain spacing. Yeah. So, like, how how many shot blocking bigs are there that can also shoot threes at a competent level that are exists? You know, Very how true. many of them exists, and then how true. many of them are available? Bamba is really true. like the only one that comes to mind. Yeah. Very actually, ma- actually, now that we're talking about this, Chris, now that we're talking aloud about their number one need and the potential available players. That feels like a good marriage. Why not? Yeah. Why I'm not just saying
0: a- they need somebody that can they need yeah. somebody give that it can a try. stop somebody at the rim. Go, yeah. otherwise they're going to get points in the painted to death. Truly. Mm. Cuz once you mm. get to the playoffs and it slows down these teams are going to they're going to throw him in every pick and roll and they just don't have anybody there yeah. to stop you from scoring at the rim.
1: Yeah. because cuz they're going to throw some bonus and pick and rolls, right? So then then at least if you have you know, it's kind of like the Boston thing with Time Lord. If he's out That's there right. and help defense, he can provide that size inside. Yeah, somebody who can be that off-ball rim protection guy who comes in and helps and provides size. That's what they're missing. Yeah, hmm. they need Walker, Kessler. Oh my goodness, dude! What a, what a player! Twenty and twenty-one
0: yesterday. A historic game, bar bet number two of the day, Kevin. <laughs> The last rookie to have a 2020. And I will tell you, you could guess until you were old and gray, and you would (laughs) never get this. It was back in 2014, and it was the great Gorgie Jing. Gorgie Jing. Can you believe
1: that? (laughs) That's something else. We pulled up the list. I I was thinking like Hakeem. I
0: know. Hey, we pulled up the list on my local show today and there were like guys that had done it. Gorgie Jang had done it. And he was the last one to do it. And Walker Kessler, first rookie to have 2020 in a game since. So I promise you, you can win a bar bet on Gorgie Jang. But there's like the whole list of guys that have done it over the years. And then it says like games they did it. So there's a couple of them that like did it twice. And then it says Shaquille O'Neal, eight. Bro, Shaquille O'Neal did it eight times
1: his rookie year. That's wild, dude.
0: 2020 games? He had eight of them (laughs) his rookie year. I I was like, what the hell? Eight? (laughs) (laughs) As a rookie, that's, I mean, that is ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. But Walker Kessler, and he does it against Minnesota, who. And I saw it last night, Kev. It was a tough spot last night. If you're a T-Wolves fan, you gotta read this crap. Cause people oh, dude. are like no kidding. Walker Kessler for Rudy Gobert straight up. Would you do it? And people are like, nope, I wouldn't trade Kessler. I mean, it's like, oh my God. And they gave up Malik Beasley, they gave up Jared Vanderbilt, Patrick Beverly, and four first round picks, and Walker Kessler.
1: I mean, listen, dude. Like Kessler is doing the things Gobert did there for years, just on a rookie oh. deal. And like he had he had a possession in the final minute of that game where he stopped three shots at the <laughs> rim. Like like Kyle Anderson ran a fake dribble handoff, attacked the basket. Kessler's there to stop it, and then he stopped the guy who attacked another closeout, and then they finished the play. He was right there and deterred. You know, I think it was Anthony Edwards from even trying a shot at the rim, and he threw the ball out of bounds. Three stops within a matter of 10 15 seconds. Like, that's what he's done all year long. That's what he's continuing to do on a greater minutes workload. He's been he's been absolutely sensational on defense and then he's finishing over 70% of shots at the rim. On offense he has great hands. He can put the ball on the floor if necessary and and finish with his left hand or right hand at the basket. He's not just a lob guy. Would you trade Walker Kessler for Rudy Gobert right now if you're the Utah Jazz? The answer is no, because Kessler's on his rookie contract and and in his first year making pennies. So no, this is clearly no.
0: And let me just say this: this is one of those where putting and I've I've been guilty of this before. Sometimes it's worked out, and sometimes it doesn't. Putting a lot of stock into that like tournament game, that last thing that you see, and Kessler got played straight off the floor in the Miami game. Like Jim Laranaga had like this veteran-laden, like smaller team, and Miami just beat them to death. And they just, they just played them off the floor, you know what I mean? In the same way that you see when it gets to the NBA playoffs and they'll just, you know, they try to draw that guy away from the basket as much as they can. They play five smaller guys, and it just you makes the guy unplayable. And that's kind of what happened to Walker in that last one. I was like, man, is this what's going to happen to this guy in the NBA? And the truth is, you can target guys like that when it comes to the postseason. We see it with Rudy. We see it with, you know, Brooke, Lopez. We see it with some of the guys that uh, end up in drop coverage uh, quite a bit. But on a game-in, game-out basis, I mean, the guy is devastating. Like, really. And immediately good. Yeah. Where did he, he went, was he Carolina? North Carolina.
1: He, then he yeah, transferred, and then he yep. transferred
0: to Auburn, right? Yep. He had a big high school play. I mean, he was a big high school recruit, too, I remember.
1: Yeah, he was, yeah. I mean, back, back then, like high school, he, where he was talking about himself as a player who could shoot three someday. That doesn't seem like it's in the cards for him necessarily. Doesn't have to um, be. Yeah, I mean, He does knows? what he does. Yeah, who, know, who knows down the line, I think he'd be a standstill guy at the top of the key, but, you know for what he does elite rim protection as a rookie elite that's not you know hyperbolic. it's it's elite you know great rebounder yes. great finisher Get great hands he can pass the ball up a bit too you know he's not a DHO show handoff guy but you throw him the ball in the roll he can make kickouts like solid they, they got they got a hell of a player in Kessler man Yep, and and malik
0: beasley i was reading yesterday he is the most threes of anybody off the bench in the NBA.
1: Yeah.
0: I was like, that's crazy. I would not have won that bar bet either. I know he shoots a lot, but I mean, he's got the most makes. Of it. I would have thought, I guess Poole had to start so many games, right? I think that would have been my first guess, probably. Um. Anyways, yeah, the Walker-Kessler game was crazy. And I know I saw last week, you loved retweeting those. D'Angelo Russell
1: quotes. Oh, yeah, those were goofy. <laughs> what
0: is going on with this guy? Why is he talking so
1: spicy? <laughs> Maybe he wants out. Maybe he's trying to push his way out. Seems that way, right? Yeah, he's been he's been involved in trade talks.
0: That Miami thing that we talked about a couple of weeks ago just seems
1: so perfect, right? We got to tell the quote to the listeners, though. Some of them didn't see it. He he said to Jake Fisher of Yahoo, you either take advantage of me and my ability or F up the opportunity with me. It's as simple as that.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine how miserable that locker room is? Oh, I know. Bunch of emo kids. Thank goodness that some of them are just in their own world. Because Oh, I'll tell you this. Our buddy John Krasinski, who does mm-hmm. an unbelievable job covering Minnesota. Yep. He texts me on Saturday night and he's like, I had to let you know this. And he's like, so we're at halftime of the game. I can't remember who Minnesota was playing. He said, it's halftime. Ant's walking out with an assistant coach back to the floor. And he's saying to the assistant coach, he's going, bro, did you see that Morant dunk? Yo, he cocked that shit back so hard. And then he, but he's going crazy talking about the Morant dunk. And he obviously had just like, just saw it at halftime. (laughs) I get watching it at halftime and is now like, he's talking to everybody about the Morant dunk that he had on Jalen Smith in the Indiana Pacers game. And I'm like, I can't imagine. <laughs> like, uh, you got D'Angelo Russell over here thinking that he's so much better than he is. You got Rudy Gobert, like, what's happened to me? You got Carl Towns injured. And you got Anthony Edwards, like, damn, did you see that John Morant <laughs> Like, he just needs to get in some fun guys around him. <laughs> Please. By the way, you mentioned Kyle Anderson. They spoiled his triple-double last night. Mm. He had a triple-double, and he got no shine for it. Because Walker Kessler had a 2020 in that game, but they got to figure out what they're doing with Russell. Those quotes are crazy.
1: It's going to be really interesting to see what happens with with these both of those teams. Because then there was the the report today from Sham Sharania that the Wolves are one of the teams that like Mike Conley, like we talked about Kyle Lowry as a fit for Minnesota with that, you know, all the character, you know, a stabilizing force. Well, Conley, you know, copy and paste everything we said about Lowry to Conley as a fit in Minnesota. That Mike's not vocal enough. He's not. I tell you, so? this, is one of my, this isn't one of my favorite players ever. This is one of my favorite people ever. But not, not even just his presence on the court, though. I, I think mean, they need, you think they need the vocal look, guy? Not just the, the, sta- the calming presence.
0: I think they need the adult in the locker room that they will all listen to. Yes. Shit, they all listen to Pat Bav. Okay,
1: so... they so, so you just Con- need some.
0: Yes, they need somebody that is that veteran guy that will stand up and talk. Because so I Conley, love Kyle, too. Conley,
1: Conley plus somebody else, then. Well, Conley that's why I, and your your vocal guy. Well, that's why I
0: said, remember the whole Lowry thing oh, yeah, when we talked sure. about it. Like, he's that kind of guy that is not scared to... You know, you need somebody vocal with them. That's my opinion. They need a vocal veteran leader because you're now, you're getting fractured and they're all, you know, I don't even, what the hell was that Nas Reed story? They're not going to sign him to an extension. We're like, what the hell is that coming out for now? Like, I don't understand it. Nas Reed's been great for them. He's a likable guy too. And I'm like, what the hell? Why is this coming out?
1: They can't trade Cat until the offseason because of the deal he signed. Yeah. Do you think that they could trade Gobert? I mean, like you, who would want them? You just Chicago, bite the bullet. Chicago. You just Chica- bite the bullet and say, "Yeah, even if you take a little bit less back than you gave up, you know, you swallow your losses."
0: I just think that the you can't do it right now. It's too fresh, and you you just I mean, you can't within six months turn that into nothing. Uh, you know, n- n- well, I'm, not, uh, n- I'm
1: not saying nothing. I'm saying you get something back.
0: No, I know, but let the I think you got to let it go on a little further. Yeah, you got to get let it go. On. It's
1: until the summer. Yeah, at least. I mean, you got me, You got
0: to at least you got to at least let 5% of the population forget what you did. To me, to <laughs> me the guy, I still think <laughs> I still think you trade cat this offseason. That's what you do. I don't think the way they've played is you know. The way they've played has not hurt cat to me. Cuz they haven't been good without it. So they, they would have been good without him. It's they've a been real better indictment. lately
1: though, Chris. They, they've they won like six out of eight. They've not been. But they've look been the, better. They've been look, much uh, better with look where their record though.
0: is. It's not like they've been way better without him.
1: Oh. You no. Know? Of course not overall, but I'm just saying like very recently they've been a bit better. Yeah. Bear yeah. had some great games. You know, he dominated the Clippers last week. Clippers. He's been better he's been better too. He was like everybody's dominated go, bear, Go Bear had a twenty twenty game himself. He did? Yeah, he did against the Clippers. It was oh, like twenty five twenty-five points, twenty rebounds. Wow. Twenty-one rebounds. Just just
0: found it. That really wasn't tree falling in the woods, huh? Yeah. I <laughs> it did happen, I, I, I but nobody knew.
1: I heard it. You <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I replayed it a thousand times. <laughs>
1: Today's episode of The Mismatch is brought to you by Hulu Plus Live TV. Looking for a better way to watch live TV? Stream your favorite sports and shows over 95 live channels with Hulu Plus Live TV. Get access to Hulu's entire streaming library, Disney Plus and ESPN Plus all in one plan. Start your free trial of Hulu Plus Live TV today. Live TV plan required. Restrictions apply. Offer valid for new and eligible returning subscribers only. Access content from each service separately. Learn more at Hulu.com. Man, we got to start using Apple Cash. All right, why? It's so easy and convenient.
0: Apple Cash lives in messages. Okay. So I can pay you in convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have the money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Hmm, that's actually kind of nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff at, like, a store with Apple Pay.
1: Oh, so I don't have to do all the bank transfer stuff? Nope. It's just right there. It's easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash?
0: See how easy that was? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank, member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, let's talk about some of these uh, latest rumors from Shams. The T wolves like Conley. You mentioned that the Raptors and the Celtics like Jakub portal
1: Celtics being there surprises me a little bit. Yeah, what picks. is that? I don't know. That feels like a a leverage team. Like, oh yeah, Boston likes him. Best team in the East. Everybody better line up. He feels like a Raptor, doesn't he? I mean, he was. Yeah,
0: I mean. He feels like the Aaron Baines thing, right? Where they just kind of like go back and forth from
1: San Antonio to yeah.
0: Toronto, <laughs> like, you know? And so he feels like he would fit there. Um, so that one kind of makes sense to me. Pelicans, a new name interested in Bogdanovich. I mean, is that Ingram Insurance? Is that just. This is who we would play it for? I mean, in Zion insurance? I mean, like, I don't know. Can he be both? Yeah, but I mean, you want him as a bench guy? I don't
1: Where's know. Where's he I starting? Mean, I mean, whatever he is, like I'd I'd happily give up Devontae Graham, Jackson Hayes, the salaries. With a pick. Oh,
0: come on. You think to Graham and Jackson Hayes. Yeah. Getting
1: the, Bogdanovich for that. I, I, yeah, I'm saying it's the salaries. And then you get your first round pick or two. You have enough you can give up. You can top anybody's offer if you want to. But why do you need him? But why wouldn't you want him? He's a because very good you have basketball a player. a starting three and a starting four. Yeah, but why wouldn't you want him? I, I just said. Yeah, but he's another good basketball player to add to your rotation.
0: Just not in my closing five guys. That's not, like, I'm getting him as a bench guy. That's a starting. He might be a closer. Fantastic player. Okay, so who's sitting? But but you said it yourself. Ingram or Zion? But
1: you said it yourself. Insurance for those guys.
0: Okay, so that's, is that the signal that we're getting? That it's insurance? and,
1: and, and, And also, like, you could be playing some offense, defense down the stretch. Herb Jones might be benched. You put out Bogdanovich at the end of games. Like you could roll out like Valanciunas, Zion, Ingram, Bogdanovich, McCollum. That could be your five to close a game. It's just another option. Maybe it's Trey Murphy on some nights or Herb Jones in some situations. But it's just another. Sometimes it might be Larry Nance instead of Valanciunas, or maybe. Maybe you're playing super small and you got, you know, Zion at the five and certain against the Warriors in a playoff series.
0: They're gonna need a point guard when it comes to playoff time. That's what they're gonna need. I would use my assets.
1: Their to point guard go- their point guard, guard. Is,
0: is Zion. Oh, come on. I saw what happens when you make your point guard Zion.
1: And Ingram. he had nine turn and turnovers McCallum. against
0: the it, He Had nine turnovers, yeah, literally nine.
1: Yeah, I mean he had a bad game. It's by committee though. Well, that's
0: what a that's what you look like against a good team.
1: Yeah, when you get Defensive Player of the Year, Jaron Jackson.
0: I mean, what can you say? In the twenty-six minutes, he must really wreak havoc. Um, <laughs> the Hornets. I mean, you know they're a seller at list, but it's like okay. I I told you that I saw him two weeks ago, and I'm like, all right, there's probably like two of these dudes. Will you sell me Mark Williams? Because I'll take him. You're not selling me LaMelo. So who else?
1: Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier is having a down year compared to the last two years, but I'd be intrigued by him as a target still. Rozier. When I checked,
0: I believe, I mean, he was going neck and neck with Trey for a minute. Dylan Brooks was up there with him. I believe Terry Rozier has taken the most shots with the worst percentage in the NBA.
1: Yeah, it's up there.
0: He is take he is the most attempts with the lowest percentage. I don't know what the hell happened to him.
1: How about PJ Washington?
0: I take him as a role guy.
1: Yeah, you know, give him a shot in new situation. Oh, I,
0: I mean, they're not they're not extending him, so I mean, you could go probably get him for nothing. Yeah, you know, you don't even have to give up. You wouldn't. I, You don't even think a first-round pick for him, right? Probably. I don't think so, no. I think P.J. Washington could be better than he's been, though. Like I said, I kind of like him. He reminds me of those old-timey role players. You need those guys. The P.J. Browns, the Leon Poes, the, you know. (laughs) These guys are useful. Jamichael Greens, these guys are useful. I could, yeah, I could, I I take it back. I could use P.J. Washington. So, you could keep the Plumleys, and I used to love Terry, but you could probably keep Terry, and also
1: keep the Haywards. Yeah, you keep them. Yeah, you like the other McDaniel's. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Hayward, Hayward, it's too bad. Got a well, hamstring injury, is, injury And now.
0: done. Yeah, he's out.
1: I mean, that's then, like a that's like you see a big yard sale sign. You know, sometimes you stop by. You stop at this one. You are like, eh, I think I am ready to go. <laughs> Just drink it. <laughs>
0: Ain't got nothing there. (laughs) Uh, I was trying to find a 52 Mickey Mantle, and all you got is a damn Mickey Mouse watch. (laughs) All right. College basketball has been going on hot and heavy. I've been watching more (laughs) recently. I have. I've been watching more uh, of these guys. Tried to check them out. Uh, The guys at Arkansas. There's the kid at Michigan. And a lot of people love...
1: Jet right? Howard. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: Howard. Um, so I've been trying to get a little bit more in the flow, but you got the draft show that's going on every week with you and J. Kyle Mann. And in addition to that, the draft guide is about
1: to drop? Dropping on Thursday, I'm being told. Wow. So inside the ringer, say, dropping Thursday. Yeah, so that's coming out on Thursday with my top 30 big board. Is this earlier? way earliest we've ever dropped yeah i we're in january yeah i think i think in 2016 the last year i did it myself i dropped it in january or february but so this is the earliest with the ringer ever so i'm wow. excited about that it's the Wemby year the scoot year yeah so you know it makes sense to do it early and i'm excited about it. this this i i really like this draft class right now chris i up really to what? really up to what number I mean, I, I think there's guys worth gambling on late first round. Like Jordan Hawkins out of UConn. Have you yeah. watched any UConn? Like Hawkins, Andre Jackson, who won't be in the top 30, unfortunately. But they have, you know, Donovan Klingen, freshman big coming off their bench. Like UConn's got some guys. Uh, I, li- I like the whole first round right now. You know, there's just a lot of good quality talent. It's pretty flat. Like I think this is the type of draft where you're going to see a play. Like one person might have a guy at 30. Another one might have him at fifteen or sixteen. Like I think after the lottery, it kind of flattens out a bit in terms of who you're going to have ranked where. It's all a matter of preference and what your team's needs are.
0: So I know at the very top you got the Thompson twins, and you got Scoot, and you got Wemby, and you got these guys that have not been part of college basketball. As you get farther down in that first round, is it is it generally college oh, yeah. heavy, or a, a is lot, it, is there lot a bunch of, of college? Of, is there not yeah. many overseas out, yeah, not outside of the very top guys? Yeah.
1: Like Rupert uh is a French, you know, wing who's playing in the NBA for New Zealand right now. He's like one of the main international guys who will likely be a first rounder, uh, uh Bubba. You're Miller. done with French guys. You swore them off, you told no, me. No, I'm I'm definitely not done with them. Oh, it's you're the back we- in? <laughs> it's, it's the Wendy it's the Wemby year. he's number one, Chris. We got a Frenchie at number one. <laughs> <laughs> and Rupaire is uh, pretty good. I like. I think he's a hard-nosed defender. Really like him a bunch. Um, yeah, Baba Miller out of Florida State. Only played one game so far, but he's intriguing as well.
0: Hmm. Okay. So, th- but I mean, it does get pretty college-heavy.
1: Oh, very college-heavy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Very, very college-heavy.
0: I can't wait to look at. it. It's going to be a Thursday draft. Thursday. Yes, that's All what right. I'm told. Ringer draft guide. Everybody, keep a lookout for that. It comes out on. Thursdays. Thank you to our executive producer, Jesse Lopez. As always, Kevin, I will talk to you later this week.
1: Have a good week.